the Snowman Podcast. Welcome back to the Snowman Podcast. I'm your host as always, the Snowman. Today, folks, I'm going to be continuing where I left off on my latest podcast, discussing some of the topics that have dominated our news over the past few months. Mainly focusing where I wasn't able to focus on last time on the topics of cancel culture and how those demanding we cancel everything and the culture itself will ultimately destroy itself. And I'll give you some examples of when that has previously happened in history and the their entire cause imploded, taking them all down with it. But... First, I also wanted to share my view on the outcome of the Derek Chauvin trial and why I think he should demand a new trial. So much happens every day in our world and it is impossible to cover everything that happens, but I'll do my best to cover some of the major topics and a few that may have slipped through and those probably deserve more recognition than what they received. So, first off, the Derek Chauvin trial has concluded. And I gotta say, I'm disappointed with the outcome. Chauvin was found guilty on all three counts, second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree homicide. Now, I had to look up what each of those charges meant because I wasn't exactly sure. And I'd like to recite for you what each charge means, and then I'll share with you my thoughts. So, I am reciting the definitions of each from blogs.findlaw.com. You can just type that website in and you can um, read the exact same thing I'm about to read to you right now. So, second degree murder. An unplanned, intentional killing reacting in the heat of the moment when angry and or a death caused by a reckless disregard for human life. Third degree murder, manslaughter. Third degree murder, also called manslaughter, is an unplanned, unintentional killing that is not part of another felony. It can be either involuntary, you fall and push someone off a ledge by accident, or voluntary, you punch someone and unintentionally kill them. Second-degree manslaughter. According to the Minnesota statute, when someone creates an unreasonable risk and consciously takes chances of causing death or great bodily harm to another, is guilty of manslaughter in the second degree. That last part is via voanews.com. Now, with those charges in mind... Was Derek Chauvin guilty? In part, I believe yes. However, I did not agree with either of the murder charges. Manslaughter, absolutely agree with. But this trial was rigged against the defense from the beginning. For starters, a high-profile case is typically granted a change of venue, meaning that the case goes, at the very least, out of the county that the crime was committed in. But the judge wouldn't allow it, and when that happens the jury is still picked from that county. And for nearly six months or more after the incident, Minneapolis burned. Minneapolis was ransacked, looted, and destroyed. Hatred of the police departments reached never-before-seen highs. If anyone tried to defend anyone else, they were mobbed and beaten. If you think it's possible to find an unbiased and fair-minded jury from that county, then you're a dang fool. Half of Minneapolis joined with the mob of protesters and rioters, while the other half cowered away in hiding, hoping not to be hurt by the mob. You ain't gonna find an impartial jury that way. 
One line from the Great Western Sons of Katie Elder is this. When the sheriff tells the judge to set the trial for the good guys in the, for in the morning, the judge looks at him dumbfounded and replies, Pick a jury out of that mob? That wouldn't be justice, it would be murder. And that's basically what happened to Chauvin. He should appeal the verdict and demand that his next trial be moved out of state to find a fair and unbiased jury. I am not saying he's innocent, but even the guilty deserve a fair trial. In this day and age, people are way too quick to rush to judgment. And everything seems to be focused on race, even though race has every time had nothing to do with it. Two other incidents occurred in the past two weeks that prove this. First off, there was the unintentional shooting death of Dante Wright at the hands of police. Wright was pulled over for a minor driving infraction, but then they found out he had a warrant. They started to arrest him. When he wrestled free and was attempting to flee, an experienced female cop thought she was pulling her taser, but accidentally pulled her gun instead and fired one shot, which unfortunately caused the death of Mr. Wright. Why do you think I said she was experienced? Because she had been a cop for over 20 years. That's not an excuse. She made a mistake. We all have. And she will have to live the rest of her life with the consequences of that accident. For some people, that's prison in and of itself. She will also be going to prison most likely for that accident. There's no reason to condemn her any more than what's already going to happen. There's no reason to say that she's a racist because she wasn't. She was fulfilling her job duties. She was fulfilling the requirements of the law. Mr. Wright would be alive today if he had not resisted arrest. Everyone always seems to think that the person being arrested is innocent of everything. No. Now, he, he was... He had some troubled past. I'm not saying he's a felon or anything, but I'm saying he's had problems with the law in the past. So more cops usually get called when that happens. It's unfortunate what happened, 100%, but he would be alive today if he had not resisted. Now moving on to the other incident, and this one is much more troubling not so much because of the incident itself, but the responses are frightening. This past week, a cop had no choice but to shoot and kill a 16-year-old black girl who was mere inches away from plunging a sharp kitchen knife into another black girl. Instead of praising the cop for saving the other girl's life, he was condemned and targeted by the mob who rushed to judgment before hearing the whole story. The dumbest and most insightful of all was none other than court jester LeBron James. He may be a super skilled basketball player, but when it comes to justify police shootings, he's an ignorant, stupid numbskull who doesn't know a dang thing. He posted a picture of the cop on his Twitter page, and this jerk has close to 50 million followers, mind you, with a caption in all caps that said, You're next. He later took it down because he said it was creating more hate. You think? If he wants to stop spreading the flames of hatred, why doesn't he tweet out his support of the cop who saved an innocent black girl's life? Why doesn't he tweet out 
compassion for the 13-year-old black girl who was stabbed to death by another 13-year-old black girl the day before. People, you need to stop falling for what the mob is telling you. Stop listening to the media altogether. CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, they are all rigged. They are all propaganda now. They are not going to tell you the truth. And to that respect, sometimes neither is Fox News. Do your own research. Read the police reports. If you have to watch the press briefings of when a police shooting happens, look up the police department itself. I'm pretty sure they will have video of the press conference because that's the only place you're going to find an unbiased view. Nowadays, people are able to edit videos and take out parts that they don't want. NBC has already been caught on this, or CNBC, one of the two. They're pretty much the same thing in my opinion. So, I don't know. I mean, LeBron James makes millions of dollars. And from what I know, he hasn't donated a dime helping the owners of black-owned businesses destroyed by BLM rioters. He needs to try working on that, and maybe, just maybe, he'll earn some respect that he is so desperate for. Because right now, he is literally nothing but a clown. And, in my opinion, he is a racist. And I do not say that lightly. I hate anything to do with racism. I said that very clearly in my last podcast. But when someone is blatantly ignorant of the facts and spreading what the propaganda wants him to spread, that's just idiotic. And when it has to do about a white cop who had no choice, that is racist, in my opinion. So... Moving on now to the moronic term known as cancel culture. What the heck, folks? I mean, when are we going to stop letting these crybabies run everything? They cancel Mr. Potato Head to please the transgender mob. It's a toy for crying out loud. They made a Mrs. Potato Head for those who wanted a girl potato. I almost can't believe I'm actually saying that. Mr. Potato Head was made even more popular thanks to the Toy Story franchise. Voiced by the late great Don Rickles, he took on the personality of Rickles of always being feisty and cranky, but deep down, one of the most lovable characters ever created. And now he's cancelled because he has the word Mr. in front of his name. It's nothing but imbecilic. It's a toy created for little kids who chew on it more than they play with it. I want to state this for anyone who agreed with canceling Mr. Potato Head. I will always refer to Mr. Potato Head as Mr. Potato Head. And anyone who says otherwise, well, I'll let Mr. Potato Head answer for me. You uncultured swine. What are you looking at, you hockey puck? Man, that felt good to hear. You also had the mob going after one of the most beloved children's books authors of all times, Dr. Seuss. His crime? He drew some ethnically diverse people in some of his books, and thus they deserve to be canceled. 
um, folks, you realize, A, these books were written over 60 years ago, and B, you realize that only snowflakes who are too chicken-hearted to just shrug it off and say, oh, well, are the ones demanding this nonsense. The people who these snowflakes are offended for already have. They already have. They don't care what's in a children's book that really is not all that popular anymore. Before all this happened, it became wildly popular with people after they tried canceling it or after they did cancel it. So to those people, I just want to say jump on that bandwagon instead. Just shrug it off. Get over it. It ain't worth fussing over. I could also talk about them canceling Pepe Le Pew, but that one just reeks. Ooh, sneaky. So I'll just shake my head and say, you all are missing out on some great comedy. Well, you've been doing that for years. I, for one, will not cancel Pepe Le Pew, even though he does stink. That was a joke. Uh, the other big cancellations so far this year include former MMA star Gina Carano, for the dumbest of all reasons, stating the following, because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first had their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? Ooh. To the uneducated mind, that might seem a little bit harsh. But it's exactly what happened. That tweet got her fired from Disney and Lucasfilm, which is a real shame. Because she was a very, very popular star in the new Disney slash Lucasfilm series, The Mandalorian. The reason behind her getting canceled is stupid. It is so literally stupid. She posted an accurate description of what was going on in the 30s and the 40s in Germany, Austria, and surrounding countries. And she gets fired for it. It's nonsense. I think, though, in a way, while it was heartbreaking for her in the moment and in the days that followed, she ultimately got to be free. Free from the psychopaths that are running the entertainment industry into the ground. She is now employed by the Daily Wire and is working on her own movie. She can say whatever she likes and doesn't have to worry about getting fired for it. I stand by Gina Carano for three reasons. One, I agree with her views. Two, she has guts to stand up to the mob. And three, I do not want to be on the receiving end of one of her kicks or punches. All right, there's four. She's gorgeous, too. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, who is the other big name who has been canceled this year? Well, I guess you could say he's been partially canceled. Now that he's gone, the media can't stop talking about him. They couldn't stop talking about him when he was in office but now they can't stop talking about him because the current so-called president doesn't do anything. So what do they do? Let's revert back to number 45. Oh yeah, his name is Donald Trump. 
See, I ain't afraid to say his name. Some people refuse to say his name. I love saying his name. It's just... It's almost patriotic. In the ways when you say George Washington. Thomas Jefferson. Abraham Lincoln. Donald Trump. Ooh, that just has a nice ring to it. But... Folks, I am not going to lie. I have a lot of questions about that election. I do not believe Biden won. And a lot of other people agree with me. Over 75 million, to be exact. 75 million Americans voted for Donald Trump. That's like, I think, over 10 million more than what he got when he won the election. And Biden... Somehow got 80? No. No way. No way. There are way too many questions surrounding the results of the election. The mail-in voting was a disaster. Everyone's like, oh, we got to do it because of COVID. Bullcrap. The lines for voting were very well spaced out. You could easily go in, put your vote down, walk out. With masks on, gloves on if you want, not spreading any germs because they'll wipe down the tables in between. That's all. You don't have to mail in your vote. And then they're like, oh, we're not going to count these mail-in votes until after the election. That is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. They say that Trump lost both the popular vote and the electoral college vote. And yet... Numerous states had issues. Pennsylvania boarded up polling places. Michigan had thousands of votes from people who had no residences. They weren't signing ballots. They weren't authorizing these ballots, and yet they were being counted. That, that's the nonsense I'm talking about, folks. And then they're like, oh, Trump incited a riot on January 6th when the, um, the Electoral College was technically voting, I guess you could say. And Josh Hawley, senator from Missouri, and Ted Cruz, senator from Texas, objected. And Trump was holding a rally saying, hey, defend, like we need to march down there and peacefully assemble. And unfortunately, some incidents occurred. I am not saying it was a riot. Because it was tame, absolutely tame, compared to what we saw for nine months last year. It it, it doesn't even compare. And they're like, this was the most insightful riot of all time. They stormed the Capitol. No, they didn't storm the Capitol. If they had stormed the Capitol, that Capitol would be a heap of ruins. They obviously have never studied military history. When people storm a place, walls are broken down, windows are smashed, doors are broken down, people everywhere are free-for-all. Now, there was a little bit of confusion and then when they said that people were destroying things, well, yeah, some things were broken, but Antifa 
somehow snuck in there and jumped in and helped destroy stuff. It was not all MAGA people. There's a few in there. I'm not going to lie. There's a few MAGA uh, fans in there. But they were being respectful. I mean, I saw a video of them in the, um, what do you call it, the House of Representatives chamber. People were just standing around looking around. Probably the first time they'd ever been in there. And yet, now, every single person who somehow made it into the Capitol is being hunted down and arrested and charged. Meanwhile, you have the entire Black Lives Matter movement being let go. Just let bailed out of jail and disappear into the wind. I mean, this is so biased. The media is trying to fan that it was an insurrection of the greatest magnitude and Donald Trump incited it. And so they demanded him be impeached again. That was a sham if I've ever heard of another way of putting it. It was a total sham. And so while still president, he was canceled because his Twitter page, which probably made Twitter billions of dollars, was deleted. His Instagram was deleted. His Facebook page was deleted. Social media and big tech, which is probably one of the same, canceled the president of the United States. What? Imagine them doing that to Biden right now. The media would be outraged. They aren't going to do it because they're all in his back pocket. And Biden's in someone else's back pocket. Anyone who doesn't believe that is a fool. Biden is not running the country. He is a... Without another way of saying it, he is not there. His mind is gone. I mean, you just have to look at how he talks. How he held that one press conference in over three months of so-called being president... One press conference? Are you kidding me? And he was terrible at it. Absolutely terrible. So, they canceled Donald Trump, and they impeached him again, and this time they had several more Republican votes to impeach him, but they did not have enough to impeach him, so he was acquitted again. He should never have been impeached the first time. He should never have been impeached the second time. But because... He stood for America. He believed in the American dream. He believed that we were a free country. They decided to cancel him for that reason. They hated him so much and they fear him so much. They are terrified if he were to run in 2024. They are absolutely terrified. So they are trying everything to rig every single election from here on out. If they were able to get away with it in 2020, you can bet your bottom dollar they're going to try it in 2022 and in 2024. The Democrats do not want to lose their power. I mean, it is incredible. They do not want to lose their power. And they are running the whole cancel culture. 
So I said at the beginning I would give you a couple of examples of other societies trying to cancel everything. One of the best examples is the French Revolution. The peasants revolted, the aristocracy was overthrown, and even the king was beheaded by the mob. And within a couple of years of even the king being beheaded, their master and commander, Robespierre, was also arrested and beheaded. He was the one leading the charge on the people need to be all equal. Like, we deserve to get the exact same stuff. And then he lived in rich society and left... uh, the other peasants to be peasants. So in the end, they did away with him and all of his cronies. And eventually the um, aristocracy and the crown was restored for a shorter time, not as long as it used to be. Then they switched to a democratic republic. Just like the United States. That's something you do, a lot of people don't realize. The United States was the first country to have a president, senate, and congress. And multiple countries that used to have a monarchy now follow almost the exact same style. More or less. There's a few differences, I'm sure, in every country. But the United States was the first one. The first one. So, stop trying to cancel everything because it will implode on you. The Nazis tried doing that with the Jews during World War II. They tried to not only cancel them, they tried to decimate them. They committed genocide against the Jews. They tried to wipe them, gypsies, and people with disabilities They tried canceling them all out. And look who is no longer in power. And look who have remained. The Nazis imploded. Hitler got mad with power. And even his own generals tried to take him out. That's how maddening he was. His top lieutenants were, at least in Himmler's case, he was possessed. I read an article once. Of he went and had a dinner or a lunch at a concentration camp in full view of the camp. He just is sitting there eating. I'm like, I was disgusted when I read that article. That man had to be possessed. I'm not saying all of the Nazi leaders were, but I fully believe Himmler was. He was a vicious, evil man. And you you see that the Nazi party eventually imploded. There's so-called Nazis still around today, but they will never, ever regain the power that Hitler had in the 30s and 40s. So when you try to cancel people for their own views, that is just ridiculous. And when social media is saying, you know what, we're going to fact check you on this. We don't like what you said, so we're going to cancel you or... You're in Facebook jail for this. In some regards, they do have that right because they are private companies. But when you are canceling the president of the United States, you've pushed the boundary.
you are no longer just a private company. You've become owned by the left. Maybe they even started the left. I don't know. But that that's the that's the thing. I will always have questions about the 2020 election. I will not acknowledge Joe Biden as president of the United States because there are too many questions. I usually quote major winners uh, from Band of Brothers. He had a moment where his former commanding officer walked past him, but now he had a higher rank, and his commanding officer, or his former commanding officer, tried to walk by without saluting. And Major Winters called out to him and said, we salute the rank, not the man. And that was how I had to deal with Obama for the last four years of his term. I hated it when Obama got reelected. But I had like an awakening of you need to respect those in authority. And I'm like, okay, I will respect the office of the president, but I cannot respect the man holding the office. And when Trump won and people were hating on him for five years, I'm like, guys, I had to deal with Obama for eight. And I learned to respect the office. You can at least respect the office. They would not even think about it. They hated it so much. And now they're demanding that I respect the office of the president with Joe Biden in there. Folks, I do not say this lightly. I can't. I have too many questions. And until those questions are at least allowed to be answered, I will not support the office of president. That may be that is contradicting what I used to stand for. But that's just the way it is. And a lot of other people agree with me. I know that for a fact from just conversations I've had. So, I don't know. I mean, until those questions are answered, I will not submit the fact that Biden is president. And Kamala Harris, who is, ugh, that's all I can say about her. Ugh. So, now I'd like to share with you a story, a heartbreaking story of something that occurred just a few days ago. And I only saw this because I follow Franklin Graham on Facebook and he shared a link to it. And I was shocked by it. And I shouldn't be shocked that the media didn't cover it. But at the same time, I am. And I'm reading from the Daily Mail, which is a British paper. Um, ISIS is back in the news, folks. ISIS, who was pretty much wiped out by Donald Trump, is now back in the news. And they're back to executing people. In Egypt, an affiliate of ISIS executed three men, one of which was a Coptic Christian. And the reason why, they were supporting the country's armed forces. Nabil Habashi Salama, 62, 
a member of Egypt's minority Coptic Orthodox Church, was shown being shot in the back of the head in a video released Saturday. So this is just about a week ago. Not one news source cited this. Not one. Not even the ones I follow covered this this week. It was all about the trial of Derek Chauvin. It was all about the Micaiah Bryant shooting. And... Yeah, they they do deserve some recognition. But to not even acknowledge this, that's a crime, folks. As Christians, th- this is heartbreaking that ISIS is back to killing Christians. If they ever stopped, I don't know. I mean, they kidnapped Mr. Solomon back in November. He's been missing since November. And now he's dead. And the cowards who shot him don't have the guts to even show their faces. They blurred their faces out. It it is just sickening. And you know what Biden's going to do about it? Nothing. He ain't going to do nothing about it. Trump would have gone in. He would have sent some fighter jets in there, blow up some of their strongholds, I believe. I don't know. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I believe he would have at least taken some sort of action. Or at least equipped the Egyptian army to help fight. Biden, he ain't going to do a dang thing. And not only did they kill Mr. Salama, they also killed two other tribesmen. Because they supported Egyptian armed forces. A spokesman for the Coptic Church, I'm once again reading from the Daily Mail. A spokesman from the Coptic Church, which confirmed Salama's identity from the video, said he had been involved in rebuilding churches destroyed by Islamists in the region. He kept the faith till the moment he was killed. So, Mr. Salama is now a martyr. A true martyr. George Floyd is not a martyr. Do not even consider putting them in the same category. Once again, from the Daily Mail, the church affirms its steadfast support of the Egyptian state efforts in quelling hateful terror acts. It is absolutely heartbreaking, folks, that in our world today, people are being executed for not even crimes. They were supporting their country's military, and these Islamic terrorists shoot them dead, executed them. I mean... I don't know about you, but I still remember when they were beheading journalists. American journalists during Obama's time in office. And he did nothing. I mean, that that's a crime right there. Biden's not going to do anything. When this type of stuff happens, it's because America is weak in leadership. America is strong in the hearts of the people. But when you have weak leadership, you have a weak country. Donald Trump, whatever you don't like about him, he was strong-willed, strong-minded. And he, when he set his mind on getting something done, he got it done. Even if he had to fight tooth and nail every step of the way, he got it done. So, when you're saying your prayers for the evening or... Even right now, just pray for the family of Mr. Salama. I mean, they're now without 
possibly a father or grandfather, uncle, friend, mentor. Because ISIS decided to kill him. Because he was rebuilding churches destroyed by them in the region. This is just the beginning. They know that Biden's weak, and so they are going to push everything to the limit. The question is what will happen as a result. That'll do it for this episode of the Snowman Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. You can find me, as always, on iTunes and Spotify. Please share this with your friends and family so they can hear some fascinating stories as well. I'm going to be going back to some historical stories in the, over the next few episodes. But also, I will be doing a Memorial Day episode as well as a Flag Day episode. I've got some great content I'm going to be sharing with you for those days. So, till next time. This is Snowman, and I'll see you now here. What happened to the optometrist that fell in the eyeglass making machine? He made a spectacle of himself. Yeah, ooh, boy.